Welcome to another episode of the Brothers Podcast. You ain't got to give a round of applause because you're already here. Yes. I'm your host, Dante Chase Bridges, a.k.a. Dante Chase Bridges, along with my co-host. State your name, bro. Steven City P. Watson. And together that will make us... The goddamn brothers. You're goddamn right. People, mm-hmm. we are dealing with a time of year that if you're single, hey, I don't know what to tell you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we talking about Valentine's Day. That's a petty, yes, That's petty. intro. I say, but you feel it. <laughs> all that independent woman, all that man. I'm by myself. I do my thing because I'm, I'm, I'm that dude. And yeah. you're lonely. Think you're lonely now. <laughs> Wait until tonight, girl. girl. On the weekend, on Saturday and Sunday, when you. Eating top ramen by your goddamn self. <laughs> and, yeah. and that's out of the cup either. It ain't even the packaged ramen. It's just at the cup. That's like commissary. Because <laughs> you depressed as hell. Oh, so and you bougie. So yeah. you tried to make it with regular tap water, but you can't do that. You, and you ain't got no bottle tap Why? water. Because you can't go to the store because it's snowing. You got to use your breeder pitcher water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you got to try to put some oregano in it and a little bit of hot sauce to make it feel like you're fancy. And that's what you're going through right now. Yeah. So today, what we're going to do, we're going to break down this thing just for Valentine's Day. We're going to get into a discussion that I believe everybody is affected by. Because the one thing that kills most relationships is lack of communication. Mm-hmm. And in order to communicate, you got to know specifically what your partner needs. So tonight, what we're going to talk about is the five love languages that can either heal or kill your relationships, all right? Yes, yes. So I need you to stay tuned and stick around for that. But before we do any of that, mm-hmm. we got to get into a little bit of something we call Town, Town Hall, Hall Business. Business. City people, what you got for me? As always, let's break it down. Shout out our usual suspects. Shout out to our official DJ JMC and his brand, Daydreams to Reality, and his Daydreams to Reality podcast, World's Greatest Podcast, Podcast X. We find them where? On Woe Dare TV. Woe Dare. Woe Dare TV Wo on YouTube. Woe Dare TV on YouTube. Also, shout out to our homegirl, Angelina Edwards, on Starlight Beauty Apparel. Please get your hookup, hookup, hookup for the streets. You know, because getting kind of warm is about to come. The weather's going to break soon, so if you want to look fly out there in these streets, you better go holler at our homegirl, Angelina. And I'm going to do something special this time. Okay. I'm going to take... The black owned business plug this time. Yeah, I see. I I'm going to give a shout out to somebody who's been rocking with us since day one, since this podcast started. She's our number one fan, Miss Keisha Hudson. She has buildings, she started building her brand as we speak, her cosmetic brand called My Pretty AF. That's my pretty AF. You can look that up right now on Instagram. You can also look it up on Keisha Hudson, Keisha Lanise, her Instagram. She is doing a makeup line for the ladies. And she's also doing, she also just incorporated self-defense products. So that way you can go into your packages for, for your uh, makeup. Because, you know, ladies, you got to protect yourselves out here. If you look good, you got to protect yourselves. Right, right, right. So, Shout her out. She's tuned in with us every single time we come on. We appreciate her and we love her. It's my pretty AF. Find her on Instagram. And always shout out to y'all, our viewers. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. 
Thank y'all for tuning in each Thank every you. week. We appreciate it. Keep plugging us. Keep letting us know how you feel. Letting us know what the content you want to see me here to bring you the real. Mr. Bridges. I got a couple of things I got to shout out. Mm-hmm. So shout out to the people that held us down from the very beginning. Shout out to Kevin Mumphrey at WIAN in Nashville, Tennessee, not Memphis. Nashville, Tennessee, where you can still catch the brothers because we syndicate because that's how we roll. Yes, sir. Shout out to all of the engines, the podcast engines that take the brothers and make it spread worldwide. So shout out to the iTunes, the iHearts. Shout out to the Spotify's. Shout out to I. Shout out to him. And shout out to everything that made the brothers worthwhile. We are going on three whole years. We we are getting there. It's like next month, too. Yeah. Next month will be our third year anniversary of doing this. It's going to be our hundredth episode. So that's going to come soon. Mm -hmm. And so shout out to everybody that made that possible. Even though we are the ones that's giving the information, we couldn't have did it without y'all. Because Mm -hmm. if y'all don't tune in, we like, what the hell do we need to be talking for? Right. So shout out to y'all for making this possible, for giving us the inspiration, whether you agree with us or disagree or told us we want is sometime. Shout out <laughs> to all of the things that you said. It truly gave us energy. It truly allowed us to say we're going in the right direction. Because y'all still saying we ain't ish at times. Uh, we get a lot of messages. They get a lot of comments. <laughs> they said, you don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It goes up, it goes down. Yeah, no, we get pops and we get hate. Keep it coming. So all of your opinions, everything that you say, we look at, we listen to, and we truly, truly appreciate everything that you have done for us. And we're going to continue to bring you our side of the news. Yes. Okay. And also, shout out to the 40 podcast engines you can catch this in, because we ain't nothing but a Google away. Literally, what I want you to do is go on Google, type in The Brothers, that's T-H-A, B-R-U-T-H-A-S, The Brothers, and you're going to see these two mugs pop up, and I want you to go through all our back catalog, because we've been doing this for three years. We got some topics that y'all ain't even heard about. Y'all wouldn't even think that we know so in-depthly. I want you to go to our catalog, get familiar, support. Always, if you're looking right now, hit that like button. Hit that share button. It helps the algorithm. So our must can get out there so everybody can know that they need to tune in to the Brothers Podcast. I got to get something off my chest. I knew you did. Go ahead and do it. (laughs) You big baby. Why are you looking like a Bougie (laughs) Crip? I'm sorry. (laughs) You little haberdashery ass Crip. You, you, throw, you don't throw up the set, you throw your scarf like, <laughs> You got your whole outfit in food for less. <laughs> if you don't I get am, that gas station, I am, the epitome, I am the epitome of the low end nigga. <laughs> you see the culture clash that's going you on with you? your 45th and wall bash apparel oh, ass. Okay. <laughs> I, said, oh, I am Burlington Colt Factory on folks, nigga. <laughs> hey, man. Don't worry about why I do what I do. You do you, I do me. I, I just wanted to get that out. Because we got to get that out before we keep moving. All right. I got all blue on. He is got all blue. blue. Got the chinos. Ball got, fucking I got is. The, I got the monk 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 is going to be a haberdashery when he do the drive-by on your ass. Wait, no, let, me show, let me show him the double Go ahead, show him. Go ahead. I got the Bust double. I got the God double. God damn. That was, 
Got the double monk straps on you. He got the haberdashers and the hemoglobins <laughs> going on in this motherfucker. Yeah. yeah don't, don't get mad. Don't get well, mad at me. He is, he, is, he is styling and profiling on Zubu. <laughs> <laughs> on wholesale. Wholesale. <laughs> All right, man. What All up? right, so. Let's go ahead. We got before we no. get started. We gotta really talk about it because you know what happened. We all know what happened. There's some stuff going on. There's some stuff going on. So this past Sunday, the Super Bowl happened, and we were there was some lot of animated conversation going on. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady beat the living hell out of Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Looking like a baby. Uh, what's it? Thirty-one and nine. Thirty-one and nine. God, seven Super Bowls. One third of the Super Bowls in the last decade all been Tom Brady. Messed up a lot of spreads with that one time. Killed a lot of people. I don't know. In Kansas City, I think, messed up a lot of spreads because they didn't do a damn thing. They couldn't even get in the end zone. They killed Vegas with that. They killed Vegas. They, they killed, killed my damn pockets of shit because mm-hmm. I was betting. Mm-hmm. So what I want to know is where do we look at Tom Brady right now? Because you get... Because a lot of people have been arguing on social media about his status as... I personally think now, I think he's undisputed the greatest quarterback of all time. You can't knock that. Mm-hmm. But the argument that seems to be popping up now is that he... Where is he ranked as one of the greatest athletes of all time? The word athlete. Oh. Because some person, like Jamel Hill, came out with a whole status talking about how people like... Serena Williams and Simone Biles and Michael Jordan and Wayne Gretzky and so on and so forth are much better athletes than Tom Brady. Right. And I agree with that. Right. However, to dis- discredit him for not being a great athlete is kind of a little bit of a knock in the face, right? Definitely. So I actually think he is one of the greatest athletes. I mean, at any time, I don't care if you slow as a cockroach. If you can last at the most elite level of playing football for 20 years, I don't care if you are a kicker, I don't care if you are a towel boy, you have some athletic ability. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say this. You out there ain't athletic enough to do a damn thing in the NFL. Right. You ain't athletic enough to hold the punt while somebody punt the ball or kick the ball or do a field goal. So I understand what you're saying, but this is a testimony to how good Brady is. Because Brady made you feel that he's average. While torching your ass. Yeah. You look at Brady and see all of his success. And because, you know, he got a little Caucasian in him. You believe that he's an average human being. But he has literally won six titles, went to another team, and won another one for seven Super Bowls in his first year in this in the other conference. Do you think um Do you think unathletic people are able to do that? Now he might not be Tariq Hill, he might not be no Michael Jordan, he ain't no Blake Griffin either. And Blake Griffin ain't dunked in six years, so that's a, Man, that's, that's a if. Sad. But he is more than you. Mm-hmm. He's elite enough to be on a football field in the NFL. You can't do what he's doing. You can have enough pocket presence to throw a five-yard goddamn out. You can't do anything that he did. But you're going to judge him and say he's unathletic. And you talking about the girl look like a beetle, Jamel Hill, right? Yeah. Okay, her. Come on, Jamel Hill. Now I rock with you, but stop rocking away. I felt like there was a little pettiness in there because you know how Jamel Hill is when it comes to like affiliations because she's from Michigan. She's a Michigan alumni. Michigan State. Tom Brady is from Michigan State. Oh, Michigan State. She went to Michigan State University. Michigan State University. Tom Brady went to Michigan. 
And I'm at odds with Michigan State because I wanted y'all to recruit me. But y'all did not recruit me for some weird-ass reason. Michigan State University. I was I was here with y'all. I was going every summer. But you never recruited your boy. What that? What, what? So you was already against them. Hell yeah. You was, like, you was already State. rocking with Tom Brady on that one. So you was like, damn. Uh, so, so I got a love-hate relationship with Michigan State. <laughs> I see. I really do. You so... My thing is, is that I think we can just kill this whole, we can kill the whole system quarterback thing because clearly it's not the system, no, it's, it's the quarterback. It's He's quarterback. actually a good quarterback. You can kill the whole, and I've had co-workers like, they argue about the whole deflate gate, spy gate, and the tuck rule, and everything, how everything right. in the world is. Come on, man. No. Was it like he's the last quarterback to win back-to-back Super Bowls? We haven't had that in, like, what, over a decade now. Right. So he was the last QB to do that. And a lot of times it's not just, you know, like, because I played football in college. A lot of times it's not about just being athletic. You got a lot of athletic people that can't even get on the field. Like, mm-hmm. some of your most athletic people on the team is on the practice squad. Mm-hmm. And they ain't never going to see a field. They make $4,000 a week. And that's all they can make. And they super athletic and blow you out the gym. A lot of times it's about leadership qualities. Question. Was they make a $4,000 a week on the practice squad? Yeah, if you can get on the practice squad, you get about $4,000 a week. Man, I'm going to but, but that ain't all year. So however long that season is... I'm going to go holler at the Bears right now after I get off. I'm like, hey, yo, just I don't even want to play. Just put me on the practice squad real quick. They going to whoop your ass. I'll take the ass <laughs> for, four, for four grand a week for at least, what, 16, 17 weeks? You better lift weights and get scared. Man, I'll I, I do what I got to do, man. That's, that's money. Khalil Mack going to be teeing off on your ass. Man, look, he go, I'll, I'll be the tackling dummy for 4000 a week. I don't give a damn. But at the same time, man, you know, you got to give shout outs. You got to give credit. You got to give him his flowers when his flowers do. I don't give a damn if he's the most athletic quarterback or person. It's more than that. That's a tangible. What about all the intangible things that Brady has? Mm-hmm. You can clearly see that he can bring that leadership ability, that drive, that uh, standard of excellence to a team that he goes to. Because literally within a year, he came to a team that literally had Jameis Winston, and they was barely scratching 500. Mm-hmm. And he turned around not only the the teammates but the actual culture. So yeah, he ain't the most athletic dude. He ain't running four six, four seven. No. But what he lacks in af- athleticism, he makes up in leadership, in the will to win, in the know how to win. Because a lot of people want to win, mm-hmm. but don't everybody know how to win? So I take Tom Brady's unathletic ass on my team anytime. Right. Come to the Bears, please. Please. He over here just giving <laughs> team Super Bowls apparently now. I'm like, all right, come on with it. Come on, give can, us can we be next? Please. Shit. I know you plan on retiring at 45, but we we buy you for one more year oh, so we really? get a ring. Fuck it. He could be a mercenary right now. Exactly. Uh I just wanted to get that off my chest because that was an epic super, that was not an epic Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But it was epic in the way of how much history was made for that man. So I give him credit with credit. So you good now? I'm good. You straight? I'm good. So we can roll up in this man. Let's go ahead. All right, let's go into it. People. Yes. Recalibrate yourselves. Get your get your woo size together. Because we are going to discuss something that is very, very important. Because it's Valentine's weekend coming up. What we're talking about is something you heard. You know, I've heard it. You know, I work with people about this all the time. 
whether we're calling it it or we're saying something else. Tonight, what we're talking about is the five love languages. And if you don't use them in communication, it's either going to heal or kill your relationships. Mm-hmm. Now, people, I've been on the gambit of this, I would say, my entire adult life. Sometimes I understood it. Most times I didn't. And to be honest with you, I've seen me not understanding where a woman that I was dating at the time was coming from, me not being able to communicate with her. I've seen just the division and how it messed up by not being able to do those things. And a lot of people don't understand how important to know your partner or your potential partner's love language is, bro. Mm-hmm. That is life or death in a relationship. Right. You might be trying to be all touchy-feely on her when she needs you to tell her sweet nothings and tell her that you love her and that you need her. You might be the type of dude that likes to talk a lot, but all she wants you to do is spend some time on the couch. Mm-hmm. Just you and her, your undivided attention. So a lot of times we get that mixed up. But tonight, let's let's talk about this. Let's open up the room for discussion. Let's open up some dialogue. Yes. I want to get my homie's opinion about these this love languages, and I'm allow him to have a floor and just explain a little bit about the five love languages and just let the people know exactly what we're talking about. So for starters, ladies and gentlemen. You also give a shout out to a gentleman by the name of Dr. Gary Chapman, because in 1992, Dr. Gary Chapman wrote a book called The Five Love Languages, and they broke down exactly which each and every language is. So, here are the five love languages. Words of affirmation, quality time, physical touch, acts of service, and receiving gifts. Receiving or reciprocating gifts. These are the five displays of love that you could probably go through with on a regular basis with anybody, your significant other. So, for you to understand what kind of person you are, what your love language is, you got to kind of pick and choose which kind of, what, what do you do? What do you like? What is it that you like from your partner? Who are you? Who are, that can go a long way to determine who you are. So, I'll give you an example. Let's talk about me for a second. I've learned that I am a quality time person. Okay. I like to spend time with my man. I don't necessarily need a gift from them. I don't necessarily need uh, 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 help, assistance from them. I just want to spend time with them. I just want to hang around. Just having you in my presence is enough sometimes for me. Like, of course, sex. You know, I like sex. But... <laughs> Even sometimes not, it doesn't have even contact with you or being in your presence. It always requires sex. Just being having a conversation with you about the world and having a debate about some things is a turn on for me. It's an attraction to me. So we can always chill and hang out, watch TV, maybe play a couple of games, watch some sports, stuff like that. Just hang around each other. That is a perfect expression of love to me. It's it's almost so well that I don't really have to ask you for anything else. Okay, I got a couple questions for you. Go ahead. So just to make this more, you know, all around, all encompassing. So it's great that you know your love language Mm -hmm. because you know the way to tell somebody that wants to be with you the way that you need to be treated. But let's let's ask a question. Mm -hmm. How important do you feel it is 
to know the woman or if you're a woman, the man's love language that you're going to be with. Because it's one thing to understand how you need to be treated, Mm -hmm. but it's another thing to understand you got a whole human being on the other side Mm -hmm. that got completely different love languages sometimes. Most times they're not. And if you don't give them what they need, this is not just a 50-50 thing. Y'all both supposed to be bringing 100% to each other, but you're going to be lacking. So how important is it to understand your partner's love language. It's very important because I think you have to be able to understand your love part, your partner's personality and what their likes and dislikes are. Like, like I said, I could be a person who likes quality, who likes quality time. That other person might be a little bit more materialistic okay. and like getting gifts. Like a gift is a great way to display something, but oversaturation of that may make you think that this other person is just materialistic as hell. So. If I'm going to be honest, if you expect gifts from me on a regular, regular basis, I would not want to be with you. Mm. So you're telling me if a woman's uh, love language was small gifts, yeah, and that's the way that you know she wanted you to show that you loved her, mm-hmm. you don't think that that would be a fit for you? No, because then... And this comes a little bit into my Scorpio nature now. Because my Scorpio nature would tell me that you're just trying to use me for stuff now. Okay. And that's usually what any Scorpio does. Say. When you expect, always expecting something from me over and over and over, I feel like you're taking advantage of me at that point. Now, you're trying to get as much out of me as you can. And basically, you're defining our relationship based on what I can do for you. Right, and if that's the case, then you're just saying that's like what you say. You're using me, and I'd be really uncomfortable with that. Mm. So I couldn't be able to do that with receiving gifts. Now, if you say something like giving me words of affirmation, like I really care about you, I love you, so on and so forth, and I think that is cool. But at sometimes, in my nature, it'd be kind of boring, maybe. Because, like, I don't need it to be repetitive over and over again. I appreciate you say it every blue moon, but if you say it a lot, it just kind of loses its luster. And I would not, like, I get really bored, and I'm just like, okay, I get it, and like, all right, you love me, all right, fine, thank you, I appreciate that. And just like, all right, I appreciate it, dude, I really do, but it's like, come on, say something different. Okay. You know, something like that. Now, Where, go ahead. Let me challenge you on something. Okay. It's not really a challenge. It's, it's uh, you know, more playing the devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. So, with the small gifts, I can completely understand where you're coming from. That if someone requires you to always give them something to prove that you actually love them, then, you know, it can come across as that person being a user or that person not actually liking who you truly are mm-hmm. but just liking what you can financially do for right. I can I can honestly understand that. but what I also understand is even dealing with all of the love languages you know the uh, acts of service the quality time the physical touch the, the small gifts you know words of affirmation even dealing with all of them too much of a person doing one love language can be a bad thing on any level. Mm-hmm. So just like how you say, 
all right, this girl is using me if she gives me, if it's always about me giving her some gifts. Well, I believe that you may feel the same way if a woman always wants to be up under you, always trying to be a part of you, smothering you, won't give you any space, you know? Maybe it's not coming from the dynamic of she's using you, but it may come from the dynamic of she has bad attachment issues, you know? So it's easy in the society that we live in to basically denounce people that like small gifts all the time because especially dealing with females it comes off as the, that word that we use all the time gold digging yeah but just like i said too much of anything is a bad thing too much of words of affirmation make make a person seem like they're insincere mm -hmm. too much of physical touch may make a person seem like they're only about having sex with you too much of quality time could be smothering. Too much of what what, what would be another one? Um, acts of service. Acts of service might seem like that person has an ulterior motive, buttering you up in order for them to get something from you. Right. So it depends on where you're coming from. It depends on another thing. If you're emotionally intelligent enough to actually understand that this may not be her taking advantage or this may not be her being smothering but at the highest level this is the way that this person genuinely shows she or he loves me and a lot of times we get that misconstrued and a lot of times we do this one thing that happens all the time misunderstanding and miscommunication mm -hmm. because the one thing that we're talking about we're saying love language and that's communication but if you break down what communication is only 6% of communication is verbal. 14% is actually body language, not, not even body language. It's tone, it's cadence, it's the way that you project, it's the way that you say what you say. You know how people say, it's not what you said, it's how you said it, okay? So that's 14%. And the other 80% is actually body language. So with these love languages, if we're trying to communicate how we like each other, how we love each other, we might be getting it wrong because we're only allowing 6% of what it actually means to express something through communication. So I believe a lot of people are not emotionally intelligent enough to understand if a person really cares about you when they use their love language and they just don't understand the raw signs to say, hey, just because this person didn't say I love you but brought me some checks Mix when we got into an argument because they know that's my favorite thing to eat. Right. That is another display that this person really cares about. So, you know, it's, it's a multifaceted thing. It's something that I believe most people, when they get into relationships, that's one of the first things they need to find out. They need to find out what, how do you receive love and how do you give love. And that can take away a lot of misunderstandings, okay? Because there's a lot of ways you can do it. There's a lot of ways. Yeah. Because I think I do believe there's a personal balance you have to have with understanding what your love language is and understanding your partner's love language. This is tea. This yes. is tea. Okay. We were drinking tea. Okay, this ladies is tea. gentlemen. What kind of tea is we're not gonna tell you. <laughs> but <laughs> there is a balance you have to have with these love languages because you don't you can know what you are, you can know what you like. Mm. And like you said before, too much of a certain thing might be overdoing it. Right. So you gotta be having a little bit balanced. Like I say, when I talked about earlier about receiving or reciprocating gifts, I don't have a problem giving gifts. 
Just don't expect that to be a consistent thing all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, if you expect it to be a consistent thing all the time, my paranormal paranoid clock is gonna start. That ticking. suspicion coming. Then I'm gonna be like, what are you? <laughs> what you why, really? What you? What you really want? What you really want with me? Why are you always wanting something? Why is it? Why is a hundred and fifty dollar dinner always have to be the first thing we go to? Right. You know your ass eat chipotle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, what? Why? 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 Mm-hmm. Or just say. If you do an acts of service and you're doing too much acts of service, it's like, what do you really want from me? Right. You try to make it seem like I'm in debt to you or something like that. Like I owe you a favor or something like that. And it's stuff like that, you if it's too much like I say, if it's too much of a good thing, can be a bad thing. Too many vegetables can cause ketoacidosis. Yes. Uh too much of anything, like you said, could be a bad thing. Um, and this is where miscommunication comes in. Yeah. Uh, one thing that really happens in a lot of relationships, especially dealing with these love languages, we miscommunicate all the goddamn time. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, I had a situation where I feel that I am a good communicator, like mm-hmm. off rip. That's what I feel that I'm a good communicator. Yeah. But up until recently, I had some situations that showed me how valuable it is to actually communicate with somebody because it's one thing to know a person's love language but it's another thing to misinterpret how a person expresses if they even care for you in the first place Mm -hmm. and it just woke me up once again because I was dormant with this because sometimes when you deal with a a certain situation because I, I read energy for a living love languages and things like this this is what i do you know every week you know with someone with a client it woke me up to realize if you don't understand who you are whether it be your love language whether it be just the way you communicate or the way that you talk to someone there is so many things that you could be misinterpreting with your partner that you have no idea it made me realize that it's a lot of people out here that probably had relationships that could have been beautiful. Relationships that could have actually been something in the long run. Foundational relationships where you can have kids, houses, resources. The grandparents come in when they can't be in their house no more. All that good stuff we saw. But it fell apart because you two did not have the communication skills in order to sit down if your man put your ego aside, if your woman put your emotionality aside, mm-hmm. or flip-flop because men get emotional, women women have egos too. Yes, they but are. not having the wherewithal to stop and actually listen to a person. And on this Valentine's Day, the biggest gift, not hearts, not candy, not chocolate, not going out somewhere. The biggest gift that you can give to your partner is to honestly sit back not only communicate by talking to them, but comprehend what they're trying to say to you. Right. Because you will be surprised if you just shut the up and listen <laughs> what is really going on. Because sometimes you two could have a lot of emotions and feelings for each other. And you two could have things going on that has nothing to do with each other. You may be a guarded person that's been hurt in the past when you open up. You might be a reserved person that fears rejection. And when you come together with these communication styles, it could literally cause a lot of friction that can cause y'all to go y'all separate ways. So give y'all selves the gift of unbiased, unguarded communication. Listen to your partner. 
try to put the emotions down. I'm not saying don't be a robot. Right. But I'm saying try to listen to what somebody is saying. And a lot of times you'll find out y'all are actually on the same page. Y'all are just maybe on the different paragraph. You might not be saying it the correct way. And you need to be able to put your emotional intelligent lenses on and interpret from that person. Which is not necessarily a bad thing because no. it's every great every solid relationship needs some recalibration. Even if it's done between the two of y'all. So understanding, having these conversations can really help y'all relationship. Matter of fact, you haven't given an example. What what kind of love what's your love language? My love language is a mixture. I'm I'm um, I'm higher on one and but there are two. I have two love languages. Uh, number one, quality time. I'm a sucker for quality time. Now, if you know me in my personal life, it seems like I'm always busy. But if you really want to get to know me, although I'm busy, although you may be busy, you, when I really want to express that I truly care for you, I start to carve out time. I start to carve out my busy schedule because the way that I show that I really care about someone is literally just spending time with that person, literally just being in their presence, literally saying to myself, okay, I got this, 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 this to do. Let me just take away this and move this over there so I can show this person that I really want to just be around them. And the other one that I do, and this is my dominant, my dominant love language is acts of service. Now, if I do this for you, this means that I, I either love you or I'm building up the potential to be in love with you. If I start to do small things like call you when, uh, let's say I know that you like a certain dish. I'm around where they make it. Right. I say, okay, let me pick this up for, and I'm going to drop it off. Hey, baby, I just know you like the uh, chicken salad. Let me get a chicken salad for you. Are you hungry? Do you need anything? When I'm leaving the gym, hey, have you ate? Hey, uh, I, I know you needed to go there. You need me to pick you up tomorrow? Hey, let's do this. Or let's say if we go to the grocery store. No, baby, don't pick up no groceries. I got it. Go in the house. It's cool. I got it. When I start to open up with those kind little gestures of acts of service, that is my literal way of saying I love you. I want to be around you. I'm showing you, instead of just saying I love you, that I'm actually in it. I'm present with you at that moment. I have one question to ask you. Now, could these love languages be in as a result of our respective zodiac energies? It's nothing but the zodiac. So basically what it says, as being Scorpios, we are the type of people that like personal time. And some of us like more quality acts of service. Well, yes, 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 yeah. yes. But it's, it's a different interpretation. It's not that we like uh, just quality time. But anything that can show us that that person is actually there for us. We have almost their undying loyalty. Because as Scorpios... We're big on a very intense bond. And although at the surface level you may see us, we're joking, we're talking, he called me a crib, I say he got his shit from the wholesale uh, swaparama. On the inside, that's a good deal. They do, but for lawnmowers. On the inside, it's, <laughs> sorry, inside, we have this thing where we need to 
intensely bond with somebody and we're guarded in a sense so we kind of subconsciously put somebody through tests to see if we can trust them to have like a loyalty towards us so that we can open up and be the sappy loving caring people that we really want to be towards that person so yes quality time but not quality time for the sake of quality time Quality time in a sense of this is the only place that this girl wants to be is with me right now. Right. Because she cares about me, she wants me, and I'm one of her favorite people. Because we have a little, it's, it's possessive, but it's more I need you to show me that I'm your favorite person. Dealing with Scorpios. Because what, you November 1st, yeah. I'm, t- I'm October 31st. I think we was born like 25, 25 hours 25 apart. hours apart or so. So we got same characteristics when it comes to this. Yeah. So, you know, those Scorpios just need you to show it. So if you're showing it by spending time, if you're showing it by being there, if you're showing it by loyalty acts, you're, you're, you're going to draw in a Scorpio. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're really, really big on loyalty. Yeah. Like, it's loyalty... If you show us that you are loyal, we are rocking with you for as long until the wheels fall off, basically. So stuff like this, like you're like we don't need a lot for that loyalty to be given, but we like to have that type of expression. I got a little story. Go ahead. So this is this is how loyalty can happen on all different levels. Like it doesn't always have to be that you're with me and don't cheat on me. It could be something as if I'm talking to you, right? And let's say we're on social media. And everybody else in the world, they're in the world. They can have their opinions. They can say the wildest ish in the world. I don't care about it. You know what I'm saying? And I truly don't really. It it doesn't bother me at all. But loyalty could be in a sense of... Even though all these people in the world might have their opinions and come at me in a certain type of way, if I have some form of attachment or some form of attraction or some type of bond or connection with you, you need to talk to me in a sense where I can see that you're on my side. Whether that means that you don't say it out loud and be alone with the, 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 the people that's saying all these crazy things, whether you come to me one-on-one and say, hey, listen, Look here, baby. That was crazy. You shouldn't have said it like that. I need to understand that you're actually on my side and not combative to me in public. Not necessarily you're not combative to me because I truly believe that in public, you stand up for your partner. In private, you stand up to your partner. So to stand up to me is nothing. I, I want you to because if I respect you, I respect your opinion. Right. And you, we got difference of opinion and, you know, iron sharpens iron at that point. But just dealing with the loyalty thing, I have a big thing about, okay, and how do you show me that you're actually on, excuse me, how do you show me that you're actually on my side? In small situations It could be on Facebook It could be if we go to the theater It could be if we go to the restaurant And the the waiter is messing up my order And you say he asked for more ketchup It could be the smallest little things But that loyalty thing can bleed into every single thing It ain't always got to be cheating or, Or creeping or anything like that and that's really the major focus of our love languages is just about loyalty and the expression of that loyalty. Right. And everybody has their own unique way of expressing that. Like, for instance, 
let's talk about something a little bit more intimate, the physical touch. Okay. Now, a lot of people can confuse physical touch with just simply sex, which is a major, major, major thing about relationships and how to keep relationships going. True. But it doesn't always require sexual intercourse. Physical touch can be as something simple as a hug, as a kiss, as a holding of the hand, as a holding of someone's arm in public, mm-hmm. you know, simple little stuff like that. That is a sign of physical touch. Let me ask you a question. Physical touch. <laughs> hey, hey, no, 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 no. we ain't on that nigga. That was, like just, a that was just a simple bump all right, all right. between homies. Oh, uh, <laughs> so, you made me almost forget my question. Come on, man. With, with the fruit side of the game. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, so, physical touch. Now, we're Scorpio. Yes, and you know we have a stereotype of Scorpios mm-hmm. that we need to be in some type of sexual something all the time. We need this physical always on us. We're freaky. We all of these, all yeah. of these different stereotypical things they say about Scorpio. I want to ask you a specific question. Yeah, this is coming from you as a Scorpio and you as a thirty-five-year-old man that has been through the rigors of relationships. Mm-hmm. What do you feel about physical touch without any emotional connection? That is an absolute no. Talk about it. Because if you have physical touch and there is no emotional connection between me and you, I'm going to get bored with you real, real, real fast. And I mean, it's... Like a snap of a finger, I'm done with you. So you don't feel that, you know, let's say if you had someone that was physically gorgeous mm-hmm. and you all, you know, made a, I ain't going to say a deal, but y'all decided that, okay, it's time we're going to take this to the next level. And y'all did what y'all did. The actual physical was good. But... You could feel the disconnect between y'all. Yeah. So what you're saying is, at that moment, that's not something that will make you keep on coming back for more. Right. That's what. That's how you feel. Yeah. Because okay. because the content without the substance is irrelevant at that point because you don't have anything to really go off of. Like, as a Scorpio, we are very emotional. We are and we have a lot of energy when it comes to sex. It's, we're emotional. I'm not really emotional, but you can feel the energy. Yeah. Well, energy-wise. So when we take sex very seriously, we take sex very passionately at times. So if we're not energetic or passionate or during the act of sex, we tend to just don't really care. Like. We get, but it, and you think to say, oh, maybe it's just y'all. Maybe it's just sex game wasn't that great. No, it ain't our sex game. That ain't. That. It's the fact that we're no longer interested in you. Trust me, if you're dealing with a Scorpio and he gives you some lackluster sex, or she gives you some lackluster sex, lackluster, excuse me, lackluster sex. Trust me, their heart wasn't in it. They want to why? Because they were bored as hell with you. And it wasn't because your body wasn't banging. It wasn't because he wasn't physically attracted to you. Mm -hmm. Something that people don't know is there's six ways to be attracted to someone. Mm -hmm. Physical is only one. You have physical, you have sexual, you have mental, you have emotional, you have spiritual, and you have social. So 
this is for ladies too. This could be a wake up call. Although you look at TV and YouTube and all this manosphere and all this other stuff and think that the only thing men get turned on by is with a little man in their pants. Right. That is an absolute goddamn lie. Yes. You have to stimulate those six things to actually have a man's heart. And if you don't, you're going to see a disconnect. Now, the disconnect could look a little different. With me, the disconnect would be that. I just don't open up to you. Right. I'm guarded. I, I'm reserved with you. I'm dry with you. Or the disconnect could be with like with another man is he starts to sleep with multiple women. You don't know why he's being a dog. You think that something is wrong with him. And you know, if well, if y'all not in a relationship, monogamous, then maybe something is. Right. But it could be the fact that he doesn't have the words, the mental capacity to express to you that you are not fulfilling him. You're just doing something sexually to him. So a lot of times, ladies, you get in a situation where you think throwing that ass in a circle is going to keep your man. No. Or you feel that uh, dressing up in lingerie showing up at the door is enough to keep his attention. But if you can't stimulate him spiritually and energetically, and when I say spiritually, I'm not talking about in the Bible. I'm not talking about reading a passage from Deuteronomy's. I'm talking about when he touches you, his body gets hot. When he smells you, his heart beats faster. When he's inside of you, he wants to have his entire body and not just his one member inside of you at that moment. If you do not stimulate that man in that type of way, you are not going to get that close to his heart. And that's going to cause him to be able to do what he just did with you with another woman. But here's the thing about that. Having a disconnect does not mean it can't be reconnected or having a connected. So you can always repair that. Like, say, for instance, it's like if I don't connect with you, if I connect with you sexually, but I or physically in this case, but I can't connect with you emotionally or I can't connect with you. Uh, spiritually, that's what conversation is for. We just expressed this earlier. Mm-hmm. This is what sitting down and having a conversation is about and understanding what your partner is coming from. Like, maybe you can't reach that person emotionally because, like you said earlier, they're guarded or they're, they protect, their emotional protection is high. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you might have to earn the right to have them kind of break down that emotional, you know, wall. Right. There's a meme, I think, Ricard, uh, that came out. It's like, um, treat her right in the nastier she gets. Yes. Which is actually, in a way, true. Because you have to be able to earn her trust. Let's just speak, speaking for these fellas to know how we will operate. You have to be able to earn her trust. You have to earn, earn her respect. You have to earn her, I guess, admiration a little bit. Because a woman who trusts you and believes in you in more ways than one will do whatever you ask them to at the drop of a dime. That is literally how you do this. So maybe you need to understand that just sex ain't gonna cut it. You have to be able to understand where this person is coming from. You have to be able to understand how you can connect with them. Like, I need more than four or five, I need more than two or three ways to connect with you. Right. I need the I need at least 85 9%. There's gonna be some disconnect here and there. We're not always gonna see things on the same page. Idealistically, we may have different beliefs and approaches of how the way the world works. But if we could come to a different 
If we can come to an understanding that we can all, you can even go to an agree to disagree point. And if that's the case, then that's enough more than enough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And what happened? <laughs> Your facial expressions make me think something happened. Please don't tell me we have a repeat from last week. No, man. I hope not. Oh, not on. <laughs> I just, oh. um. What? You ladies are bold. <laughs> Y'all what? are bold. Um, I it's just um, no, nah, it just kind of threw me off guard. Okay, got some info. So, in my... <laughs> so I thought someone was gonna say no, not when people say like, listen, not... it, men and women. I'll say it like this: men and women are not that different. Okay, um, this is kind of sidetracking, but this is a point that we need to um, be made. Um, men get rejected by women. Women get rejected by men. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, men have a high sex drive and women have a high sex drive. Yeah. Men slide in women's DMs and women slide in men's DMs. Women can be vulgar when they slide in your DMs. Yeah. And men can too. So you should try to respect somebody when you slide in their DMs because. You may feel like that's out of pocket if I would <laughs> say just up front with you like that. So you should respect the man and not come so crazy when you, you know, because that's not. Especially not emotionally. That's not as attractive as right. you may think it is. Okay. Right. So that's that's what um, that's what I'm trying to get at. Now, I'm not <laughs> going to put anybody on blast. Please don't. But, we don't never do that. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. But just you know, come on, now. that's. Right. I, but I appreciate you though. I appreciate you. But right. come on, that's. <laughs> that's point, a lot. But the point is, the point God, is that dang. we there's a there's a sign of disconnect right there. <laughs> there's a sign of disconnect. What do you right think there. that does to? It? Well, I don't I don't know what it does. No, nah, that's a question. What is it? No, it was it was a. What uh, do you think that does? What? What do Okay This is the situation And this is a learning lesson Okay Ladies What do you think uh, Sexual DMs do To a self-actualized man To be quite honest What do you think Happens in that case Do you think that man Looks at it And says Are you straight Yeah I was gonna say no. Are you straight right now You know what I mean Yeah Are you good I'm good I was gonna say Comment in response to that That's what I was gonna say What do you think That saying Sexually derogatory It's not derogatory But sexually expressive Explicit things To a man that you don't know What do you think That does to a self-actualized man Do you think that makes him Want to hit you up Mm -hmm. Do you think that makes him Want to you know slide into your dms what do you think that actually does right because to me and maybe and i'll i'll be honest maybe 10 15 years ago it would have the opposite effect Mm -hmm. but like i said a self-actualized man a man that knows what he wants a man that's past the point of just googly moogly over some some things or big you know butt or you know all that type of stuff it actually does the opposite of what you think it does it puts you in a bad light so it may work on some, and we can't, we don't speak in absolute, some but not all. But the caliber of man that can actually be good for you to be sexually expressive when you don't really know that person or you might be interested in that person for a man that is about anything is not going to actually get him. It's, it's going to 
it's, it's, it's literally going to put you in a box that you don't want to be in. And that don't even mean that he's going to sleep with you or even try to sleep with you. It's just going to put you in a box of easy. Now, I understand that women feel that, well, with women's liberation movement, I can say, I can do, I can express whatever I want to, and you absolutely can. You're not going to get thrown in jail for, you know, being sexually expressive towards a man. Mm-hmm. However, there is not a double standard. There's just standards. Right. It's like, a, like it usually works for like the undisciplined. Yeah. You know I, what I'm saying? Like, like yes. Yeah. With, with, it, that's a good word. Right. With an undisciplined man, it could work. But with a disciplined man, it makes you look a little um, open. It makes you look a little uh, childish. It makes you look a little um, thirsty. It it makes you look like, what do you expect to get from me in that point? So, y'all should think about that. Maybe, Maybe because, you know, I hear women say that they have 10, 15 men sliding their DMs daily. Right. But the men that's not sliding your DMs is the actual men that you want. And the reason why they're not just sliding in your DMs like that, or if they do say something to you, right. is because they're coming in a way where they're trying to get something in more of a respectful. It could be charming, it could be flirtatious, yeah. but it's a level of respect and rapport. Right. Those men are not sliding in your DMs like that. So when you express yourself to a man, you might be coming off wrong because that dude ain't about that like that. So, you know, I guess that's a public service announcement. I'm, I'm talking about it in a way where I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. Yeah. But just let you know, maybe y'all shouldn't do it like that. Don't do it like that. That was a display of love language right there. Yeah. I understand that. <laughs> that's that's, that's the disconnect like that. we were talking about earlier. Like if you have this type of disconnect where you just abruptly say things, mm-hmm. that's a little bit of a, okay, wow. Right. Thanks. <laughs> But no, you know, that stuff like that. So you have to understand that you basically is stay in your lane. That's basically what we're saying. Stay in your lane and know who you are and know who you're talking to. Because those go a long way in understanding how this love language thing works. Well, I think I'm done. I believe we are done for the evening. I think the only thing we need to do is give some other shout outs. So Go shout ahead. out to, like I said, uh, Kevin Mumphreys, W-I-A-N in Nashville, Tennessee. Shout out to iHeart, iTunes, and everywhere where you can catch the Brothers Podcast. 40 different podcast engines, okay? Mm-hmm. We ain't nothing but a Google away. And if you want to Google us, Google us at the Brothers. That's T-H-A-B-R-U-T-H-A-S. The Brothers. Also, if you want to email us about um, anything possible, whether you got uh, show ideas, whether you want to book us for personal speaking or whatever you want to do, mm-hmm. contact the brothers at thebrotherschicago1 at gmail.com. Yes, That's thebrotherschicago1 at gmail.com. Get in contact with us. We will answer it as soon as we can. All right. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate all the support. Appreciate y'all joining in today. You got for people. Uh, As always, like I said, shout out to our usual suspects, JMC and his brands, our good friend Angelina Edwards and her brand, Starlight Beauty and Apparel. We shouted out Pretty AF and Miss Our Number One Fan, Miss Keisha Hudson. Please be sure to look out for her cosmetic brand coming soon for the ladies. We also want to shout out all, we try to shout out our black owned businesses weekly, weekly, weekly every time we come on here. Because if it ain't going to be from us, it ain't going to be from nobody else. Mm -hmm. I think we're done here. And like we always say, peace.
people. This ain't peace. This is peace. Peace. Get out of here. Enjoy your Valentine's Day weekend. Because if you think you're lonely now. That cup of ramen is going to be boiling right wait now. Wait until Sunday. <laughs> Girl, peace. We out of here.